0: Player two has joined
1: the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode one hundred and ninety-three of the two player co-op podcast. As always, I'm one of your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother Sean.
0: How are we doing? Fantastic. Thank you for asking. I was asking them. Well, I don't know I guess I don't know who I'm asking. <laughs> it's not even really it's just a statement. It's not even really a question. I thought it was for me. I like the hair.
1: Thank you. I finally got a haircut. I paid way too much to just have like this much of my. I didn't say did you take any off the top? No, literally none. I said no, don't don't touch it. So How much did you pay? 16 up, whatever super cuts charge. 15, 16, whatever it is. Yeah, it's not bad. Too much for a half a haircut. But if this <laughs> is the first time you're seeing us, this is the two player co op podcast where just about every week two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the button. <laughs> Damn it. I started like thinking about messing it up. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Share the video with your friends, family, and everyone in between. We are now on a quest to get to 2,000 subs, Sean, but I'll talk about that here in a minute. We're only
0: 1,000 away.
1: 999. But if you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op, just like our producers Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, and Vernon Slayton did, as well as our affiliate James Solar. You're, you're messing up my framing. Bob Servo is going to yell at us. Um, <laughs> if you like cool T-shirts... And also merch. You can go to teespring.com slash stores. You looked at my t-shirt like it's not cool. Slash two-player co-op. I was co-op. seeing what shirt
0: you were wearing, and that's all it's Janiceo.
1: Janiceo represent. <clears throat> and whenever we get to twitching again, it will be at twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op. I need to fix that. We, we need don't, to, we don't twitch, but yeah, we might as well. Yeah. We need that. Brand synergy. Synergy. Thank you. Whatever you said last time, we are like, cinematography. Yeah. Cinematography. Cinnamon energy. Um... So I think I've got the timing down because last time I went way too long. That's what she said. But uh I think I've got this right now. So every week until we are out of this stupid hellscape that we live in, I'm gonna tell everybody to wear their woohoo mask. Wahoo, wahoo! <laughs> That that but that's that's a it's wahoo and the last time I was like wahoo wahoo, wahoo! wahoo! <laughs> cut it. Because Kevin went woo-hoo, too long. Um, wear your mask. Don't be an idiot. Just wear your freaking mask. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with baseball, but after what happened today with the it's Marlins, not, it's, it's not. I mean, it's, it's not done, but it's, it's, it's not good. It, it, and I'm scared to death. We're two and one right now. The Yankees—that is the only team that matters. Uh, sorry, Nick Schabani. Um
0: We're two and one, and I would rather. I mean, we us, beat the reigning champ, which means we're currently the champ. So if the, the season Series ends now, we win. Yankees World Series champ. I will take it. I'll take it. I don't even care. <laughs>
1: Um, so, but being serious for here for a second, um, yesterday was our four-year anniversary on YouTube. Our five-year anniversary as an entity is coming later this year. Um, oh, that just reminded me I didn't send you this, but I found it in my time hop. I will send it. I will show it to you now. Um, so it was our four-year anniversary on YouTube. This popped up four years ago when we were designing our bottom third, as it were oh i was like what am i looking at i don't know if that i guess that was my because that's my grant that, that's my countertop so i must have been trying to t- like this is what i want you to make just do something with this and i'm over on the right and you're on the left and somebody's got to draw those but this is what i want
0: i can i i see it i mean now that i know what i'm looking at i can see the results two pca
1: it looks like 2bca 2bla or something it doesn't look like two player co-op to play oh it's to play and then i just was like i don't (laughs) want to write anymore to
0: play and so on and so forth
1: i'm not gonna insert it that's um but yesterday on our four-year anniversary thank you guys so much that is my foot uh (laughs) we hit 1000 subs we are not applauding us we're applauding all of you thank Thank you so much um 1001 1001 or two, or three, or 998, depending on (laughs) what it is tomorrow when this goes live. Or no, two days from now when it goes live. Um, But thank you all so much. This is obviously something we are super passionate about. I think when we started, we never could have even fathomed getting to 1,000, much less to 100.
0: I was going to say, yeah. When we hit 100, I was like, there's people out there that want to listen to us? Mm -hmm. Like, What is that? Yeah. And then
1: the biggest spike we've ever had... (laughs) was three years and four months ago when the when the Colin kinda of funny stuff happened. Clearly a lot of you are no longer watching, but I appreciate you subbing if you are watching. Um but that was when we had our biggest spike, but after that we've just been steadily growing and these last couple of months actually it's been a pretty steady climb that I was very encouraged by. Yeah. So now we're at a thousand. Mm-hmm. Um and I cannot believe that. Like, I, I went to our channel on my YouTube app, and it just said 1K subscribers. I was like... Oh.
0: So now yeah, we got to That K, it's geez. nice to see that K. It is good. Next stop, 2,000.
1: Um, But, yeah, all joking aside, thank you all <laughs> so much for tuning in, um, for subbing, for sharing the channel, everything else. We, we joke around on this podcast a lot, but uh, this is not a joking matter. It's very serious, and it really is like... I can't I, I can't even believe it. Um I mean I can because we're awesome. That is correct. That is correct. Um but again, so no joking. Um thank you. It means the world to us. It means more than you can ever imagine. And yeah, here's to the next thousand. Thank you so much. We hope to continue to entertain you and continue to make you want to keep subscribed or share the video with your friends, family, and everybody in between. Thank you.
0: Sick so part of us, Magna.
1: Sick Parvis Magnum. What does that mean, Sean?
0: Greatness from small beginnings. When are you going to play? Four. Four? We're still in the small beginnings. Uh, I don't know. After,
1: yeah. oh, what have you been playing this week, Sean? Are you going to play it after what you've been playing this week? Paper Mario. <coughs> oh
0: yeah, Paper Mario. Um,
1: and then Uncharted Four, and I will replay it when he does.
0: Hmm. Um. Still waking my May. Waking my May (laughs) down, Mound. Wait, that just reminded me. So I had a video the other day.
1: It was after you told me that you were through like three of the five worlds or whatever. Yeah. I had a dream. I think I said I had a video. I meant a dream. I had a dream that I was playing Paper Mario. And when I got to what I thought was the last world based on what you told me, this was like a Mario Party world. It's like the overworld for Paper Mario. Again, never played it. No idea what I'm talking about. But it was like a it was like a Mario Party like board game world. And after I beat World Five and I thought I beat it, all of a sudden it was like there's branching paths and all this, and then it like Mario hopped all the way to the end. There were some that were hidden, so he hopped over them and kept going, whatever. He got to the end, there were twenty nine worlds in Paper (laughs) Mario, the origami king.
0: That's too much. Yep. Um so I am at the end of World Five. Um (laughs) The boss is kind of the boss is one of the easier bosses in the game. How however, however, um, it's also very quite difficult because I've died twice to him now, and I have not died one time to now any other boss the, in this game. I can't
1: remember what you said last week. Is it still the same
0: thing, like it's the ring and everything, or the boss? It, they're all like paper themed. Okay. So there's like the box of colored pencils. Oh. I was thinking about this the other day. I can't think of what the second boss was. Was it like a stapler or something? Um. Third boss was a hole punch. <laughs> Fourth boss was a tape dispenser. Fifth boss is a pair of scissors. Now, in general, it's not. He's not that. What is? Oh, the second boss was like a rubber band man. Rubber band man. man. <laughs> um, okay. Fifth boss is a pair of scissors. Okay. Really not that difficult. The most frustrating part about all these bosses tends to be they each do their own little thing to the the play area. Mm-hmm. So like the tape will like tape some of the rings together. <laughs> so you if you try to move one, it moves right. two of them. So you can't always make the moves you want. Um, rubber band man, like... Puts these little, like, rubber band, like, slingshot things everywhere. And if you touch them, I don't even know if they damage you, but they, like, knock you off the course you were wanting to take. Um, who else? What did I skip? Oh, the hole punch. I don't remember what he does. But they all do, like, different things to the the course. Scissors, uh, he just goes and, like, cuts up some of the icons you may have wanted to use. But he's not that bad. However, uh, it's, like... Mike Tyson in Mike Tyson's uh, Punch-Out. Like, one hit, you're dead. He oh, he God. cuts you in half. Whoa. And, yeah, blood, every, no. Um Sweat. But, tears. The worst part about it oh, is okay. there's, like, a mini boss fight right before it. That's not difficult at all, but it just kind of takes a while, and you cannot save in between. So every time okay. you die, you have to do that crap again. Does your HP like,
1: regenerate or no?
0: No, but he's so easy that I usually end up with full health, at okay. the... and it doesn't matter because literally okay. you could it, go in it's one just HP. The fact of doing it, yeah. Okay, so uh, I was trying to beat it last night. I died twice. I'm like, no, nope, I'm done. And then I didn't get a chance to play today, but I'll have it beaten by next week. But do you think that is the that that's the end? No, because there's a sixth, like the fat, there's like a couple different fast travel things, but okay. one of them is like a pipe from your home world. There's like numbered pipes that take you to each of the worlds there's a number six that i haven't opened yet but this is the fifth one because it's the last of the the streamers right so i'm guessing the sixth one takes you to like the final world which i'm guessing is peach's castle um so i'm getting close to the end i i don't remember what i came across on twitter I don't think it was like directly on my timeline. I think I clicked on something. And it was like a Twitter rabbit hole kind of thing, right. but I came across this meme that was about Paper Mario, and it was like I don't even remember how it was structured, but it was it was something like what Paper Mario fans say they want, what they really want, or something. And, like, what they say they want was, like, Paper Mario, Paper Mario, Super Paper Mario, Paper Mario Sticker Star, Paper Mario Color, Clash, Color Splash. Splash, and then what they really want, Thousand Year Door, Thousand Year Door, Thousand Year Door, 1000 I'm like, okay, so I'm not the only one. And, apparently, it's this whole thing that, like, I mean, I always knew that one was my favorite, mm-hmm. but I don't know, I wouldn't have thought I was in the minority, because I do think it's very clearly the best game, but apparently in, like, the whole Paper community. Mario community, like, it is overwhelming like this is the best game and it's not even close and i'm like okay so it's not just me this is this game is really fun but i thought it was somewhat similar to it or no it i mean not the
1: the, obviously i know the battles and stuff are completely different but i thought there was something that made people think of thousand year door
0: i don't know what it would be um super paper mario which was the wii one was very different okay it was. It had a cool concept. Everything was 2D. There was no like exploring. It was 2D, like a platformer, but then you could hit the button and it turns 90 degrees. Now all of a sudden you're looking uh, like you're okay. looking down. Yeah. Level one one, but there's depth to it now. So it had a cool concept. The characters were all all the um like the equivalent of like your Navi mm-hmm. and like the different party members you get were all these just weird like colored like I think they were called pixels or pixie pixies? Pixels. I don't know, but they were all like just little colorful like outlines. They're just really boring. And there was no I mean, maybe it's something you would like. I don't remember there even being a battle system. I think it's all like you just jump on the enemies like a platformer. Hmm. And so you fight them all like I don't know. It had its moments, but I was like, this is not Paper Mario. Um, I never played Color Splash because I didn't have a Wii U. Sticker Star was pretty close. There's a lot of cool things about that game. I didn't really care for. It's like card bait. It's how I imagine like Metal Gear Acid was, that kind of thing, which makes a lot more sense in Paper Mario than it does in Metal Gear Solid uh-huh. or Metal Gear Acid. Um, but the more I played this game and I do like it, makes me miss, damn, Thousand Year Door that much more. Like, that game is perfect. And I don't know if it's the kind of thing, if Nintendo is listening, if they'll just be like, well, we've had five of these. This one appears to be everybody's favorite. Here's a, not even a remaster. You don't have to do just anything. Put it just it out. Yeah. yeah. Just, but it's on GameCube, so it's in this weird thing where like, where do you we're going to play a little disc that size. You can't you can't play it anywhere. You could have played it on the Wii. My Wii's dead. So there's no way to just play it. It's not available online. It's not available like digitally anywhere. Yeah. Like, I don't know when I'm ever going to play this game again unless Nintendo re-releases it. So it's kind of depressing, but um, I'm enjoying it. It's still just a little weird in that First of all, I've been spending a lot of coins. I got all the way up to like eighty thousand coins. I'm down to like I think I'm back into the twenties now, but I was down into the teens of thousands mm-hmm. because you start coming across new uh accessories and crap um to spend your money on. Um and then there's a couple people that I'd come across and be like, Hey, I got something real special for you. Do you want to buy it for ten thousand coins? I'm like, Yeah, sure. And it was like a little collectible trophy thing. I'm like, I don't care about this. Oh, they don't tell you what it is at any time? So I've probably wasted like 20,000 coins, but whatever. I've still got plenty. Um, But it's fun. There's nothing really... It's just a cool... The game looks cool. I like the the writing, the dialogue, whatever. I like the world. I like a lot about it, but there's nothing that like... Obviously, the battle system is brand new. Mm Mm-hmm. But besides that, there's nothing that makes it really stand out to me. It's just going to be another Paper Mario game, and it's fun. It's good. Um, but I'm far enough in to where I'm like, okay, I get what this game is. There's not if there's something brand new, like a new, you know, like optional place you can go to, and it's like you know, the Trial of the Gods or whatever, like you know, the yeah. the that kind Challenge of thing. Olympus, yeah, that, that, that thing. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> um i I don't i would just be shocked if i came across anything like that so i feel like i've seen i don't think there's gonna be any more big surprises yeah um but i like it it's fun i i'm certainly glad i got it i don't know that i'd ever play through it again um but it's fun but it really makes me miss thousand year door
1: I did read. I didn't actually click the article, but I saw some headlines going around on Twitter that were talking about how good the writing is. It's really good. And but there was another thing going around going on around again. I didn't read it because it's I'm not going to play this game, so I don't care. But it was about how something about why there's not a lot of new characters in this, or there's a lot of returning I saw characters. Something or about something. It. some
0: little snippet from some interview yeah. that somebody did, and I didn't really understand what they were saying, but. The gist of the tweet about it was like come on nintendo are you serious like nintendo was handcuffing the, the the devs writer yeah to like you can't do this you can only do this kind of thing i didn't really understand what they were trying to say but uh, this game has a lot of faults i mean not really this game has its faults but it has nothing to do with i think the characters are all fine i think the origami things an interesting yeah. concept um, I just miss straightforward, plain old turn-based combat. Yeah, I'm kind of curious, even though there's no way I would ever play it, again, unless it gets re-released, I'm kind of curious to see what Color Splash was. I don't really hear too many people talk about it, so I assume it was not a return to form and as good as Thousand Year Door, but I wonder what was so different about that. I mean obviously it's based about color, or whatever, but I don't know what's so special, if anything, about that game, but I'm kind of curious.
1: Well, I mean if you ever want to just buy it, you can take my bar. Wii U. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's true.
1: If you can find it for like fifteen bucks or something, you can have my Wii U.
0: Yeah. For a little
1: bit. Not forever.
0: But yeah, I'll I'll have it beat by next week and give my full thoughts. Cool. Anything else? No, that's
1: it. So I started Ghost of Tsushima. And I didn't end up playing it last night, even though I said, let's delay this one more (laughs) night so I can play it. But I was just like, I'm tired. I just want to watch The Office. So I watched The Office. Um, I don't know what it is about this game. I'm less than two hours in, so I've barely scratched the surface. So this is not any condemnation on this game at all. But there's nothing, like, even though I was mad with the choices that The Last of Us took early on, no spoilers, I still was like, I have to play this every night until I beat this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm two hours into Ghost, and I've done, like, I got through the prologue and, like, two main missions, and... I just, there's been nothing, again, it's two hours in. So I've only got the one stance so far. I've barely gotten, I've gotten like one or two upgrades. So I know one of the big parts of this is the different stances you can get. And the different stances, now I know why it matters because I've run into three different types of enemies. There's sword enemies, spear enemies, and shield enemies. If somebody comes at you with a sword, you can do, so L1 blocks slash parries. As long as you push L1 at the right time, you parry them you stagger them you can basically like one hit or two hit kill them and they're dead the spear enemies come at you and before they attack a little like their spear glows red so you know okay i need to dodge now they attack you dodge move out of the way hack, hack slash hack slash you're dead and then the shield enemy so the the way this works the one thing i do like is as much as i love god of war i still think it was kind of weird but i know why they did it putting the attacks on r1 and r2 one of the other things that was tough for me with Bloodborne, but I got over it. I just suck at that game. So the attacks on this go back to like old school games. So, like, squares, light attack, triangles, hard attack. Circle, dodges. That's how it should be. Um, so, if a shield enemy is coming at you, the way you break them down is you have to. They, they say tap triangle, but I'm like, you tap triangle, it's still a hard attack. And that gets them to like stagger, and there's like a little meter that pops up over their shield. And once you fill that up, so you really got to go like heart attack, heart attack that breaks their like defenses. And then you can hack and slash, hack and slash, whatever. Um, and as you go on, I know there's there's three other from what I understand, I think there's three other stances you can get in this game. And it's a stance for every type of enemy. There's a, a sword enemy stance, which I think is what you start with the spear, the shield. And then there's another one that I can't remember what it is. I think there's one other type of enemy enemy enemy, <laughs> enemy that I haven't really run into yet. I love aminals. Um, I haven't found any of the foxes yet either. There's another type of enemy that's called a brute. So I don't know if this is just like the big people in Last of Us Two is which I is what I assume it is, and you got to have a different attack style for them. Um, but I've looked at some of the upgrade trees and stuff, and I'm like, okay, there's I see some cool upgrades here. I like the combat, um, the stealth. You, you get some story background on why. Jin, the the main character doesn't want to do it stealthily because of his family and what the samurai stand for and everything so you get some background on that um but i loved it i'm like i'm going to play this game stealthily the hell with the story i don't care i love stealth that's what does it
0: and maybe you're not far enough in but does it like impact the game at all I don't Or it just has, there's no repercussions for...
1: I don't know. It it impacts Jin because after you do your first stealth kill, there's a flashback where he's like, why am I doing this? Um, but I want to stealth everybody. That's what I love about The Last of Us, was like, I'm going to crawl through this grass. You can do that here, too. And I'm going to stealth as many people as I can. There's also li- kind of like a listen mode in this, like there was in The Last of Us, um the thing that's interesting so now it's it's just so weird going from The Last of Us to this. So Last of Us I'm used to if there's ammo I push I'm running around buildings going triangle 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 triangle. In this it's R2. And that's, it's just weird. When you mount your horse it's R2, not triangle. It's just yeah, it's it because it's odd. how it's all set up so I get it but it's still like a learning curve for me. Um but, yeah, there's – and then you know how there's there's no waypoints. there There's kind of a waypoint. What what you do, you can go into your map, and you uncover more of the map when you go to different places. When you go into your map, you'll see, like, your different missions you can select. You click it, and as once you've clicked that, then you use the trackpad. You swipe up, and that's when the whole wind comes into hmm. play, and it's like you go this way. But then up in the upper left-hand corner, it's like you're 160 meters from your destination, 150, 140, 130. Like, well – I guess it's cool, but, like, I don't know. There's – part of me thinks it's just, like, the, like they're trying to be too cute. I don't know. I feel like – I'm the Sony fanboy. We all know this. These last two Sony first-party games I've played, the, the one before this, I wanted to be my favorite game of all time, and it's not even my game of the year. This one, I'm just, like – I don't know if it's, like, I'm burned out on The Last of Us or what. I, I like this game, and I'm going to see it through. There's just nothing yet, and again, I'm less than two hours in, but I see all these people that I follow that are like people that I know, not like critics, but people I know that love this game. And I'm like, there, there's clearly something here, and I have heard people say the beginning is very slow, but once you get through it, then you're good. I don't know how long that takes. Like, I'm I, it's not going to be ten, fifteen hours. I know that, like but Death
0: Stranding. <sighs> <laughs>
1: That's about 20. Um, So
0: my thing with Ghost, I mean, I haven't played it, whatever. Everything I read online, it's like universal acclaim across the board. This game is amazing. But the only specific thing I ever, ever, ever hear anybody say about it is the photo mode. This is the best game ever. Oh, it's game of the year. Sucker Punch has done it again. Blah, blah, blah. Really? What's so good about? Oh, man, the photo mode. The photo mode is just so cool. Like, look at this picture. I'm like, okay, well, I can appreciate that. Yeah. But, like, it's everything whenever... I've never heard... Literally, I can't think of one. I haven't read any reviews, but just perusing Twitter, all I ever see about this game is... It's photo. Yeah. Yeah, and just that it's beautiful in
1: general. It's beautiful. One of the things that I did notice, the combat is kind of weird when you're... I do like... So, the standoff thing you get introduced that very early on what it is if you're like walking up to an area with enemies you're not going in stealthily you're just like going up there you hold up on the d-pad or something and that starts standoff mode and it goes to like the letterbox and you're like you're you see this guy walking and you're walking but all it is and i know you can upgrade this later on because i've heard people talk about it is
0: wait how do you how do you hold up and walk no, you just hold. When you get close to it, it'll say hold up
1: to do a standoff. So you push uh, up, up on okay. the D-pad, and then it goes to the letterbox. Okay. It's like a cutscene, And then it says, hold triangle until they attack. I'm like, okay. Hold triangle. They start to move. I let go. Boom. And it's a really cool kill, but it's just like. Fuck. <laughs> You're dead. I mean, now i got to fight everybody. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess Like, I've never watched or cared about any samurai movies ever. So I'm I I know I am not the target audience for this game. And there is an upgrade you can get later on where apparently when you get to a standoff you can like chain those kills together. So like you keep as long as you keep the timing right, you walk up to somebody it's like
0: boom.
1: Somebody else comes up boom. boom. And it's cool and yeah the game's beautiful like I don't I just don't know. Again, I'm only like like I said, less than two hours in. I'm gonna play it more this week. Um it's just not Oh, that's what I was gonna say. The combat, I've heard some people there there's this big debate going online about lock on. There's no lock on in this right. game. And the devs came out and they said there's no lock on because we didn't want there to be a lock on because we felt like it would it would hurt the player when you're fighting a large group of enemies. That if you're locked onto somebody you can't keep an eye on what's coming this way. And if you need to break off from this guy and there's, there's, it's not that there's no lock on. It's like, if you hold the left stick towards who you're attacking, you will focus on that person, but there's no, just like bling and then bling "Bling," when you're moving around. But they said that they, they designed the combat that way. And I'm like, I get it. But like the camera in this is kind of wonky. I'm also not playing on, I'm playing on easy. I'll just say that. I'm playing on easy. Nothing's been that difficult except the first boss, which I found out it seems like there's you you can't beat the first boss. It's it's all part of the story. You have yeah. to lose that battle, and actually remind me of Metal Gear Solid Three, of course. Um, you'll if you see it, you'll you'll know what I mean. But um, I'm impressed by this game. It's way
0: too early for me to give it any kind of a judgment at this point. But, so I know from what I've seen, the game is just beautiful. It's, it's picturesque. There's a reason people love the photo mode because of the subject. But just from a pure... Obviously, these scenes are going to look more beautiful than war-torn, <laughs> apocalyptic Seattle. But just in general, does this look... Better than Last of Us, or I don't it, think so. No,
1: but I, I think I think the difference is I think why everybody's falling in love with this is the the coloring of this world. Like the Last of yeah, Us yeah. is post-apocalyptic. Everything once you get out of like Seattle on that first day when it's all when it's night when it night when it's daytime and everything's green and you're walking around this beautiful world and there's ruins and there's buildings. And blah blah blah. It just doesn't seem. It's the most photorealistic game I've ever seen. This game, there are areas where you can tell they're just like turn the color intensity up to 150 yeah. percent which is what i think brings it out and it's part of the whole like the what, what they're going for with the game yeah, I yeah. get that um but I, I think last of us is still the most technically the most graphically impressive game i've ever seen okay. still so i don't know i'm not giving up on it i really i want to like this game But I just don't think I've been in the mood this last week. I I don't know. I I can't even put my finger on it. Like, I didn't go back to Bloodstained either. I was just like, I don't... And this happens to me every once in a while. I'm like, I just just don't want to play anything right now. Yeah. And it could be that's more my issue with the game is my own internal monologue struggle, whatever. Um, I think there's a really good game there. I just don't know yet.
0: See, I think... And I think that's not to switch gears too much, but I think that's part of why I just went ahead and powered through bloodstained. Yeah. because I kind of felt like that was going to happen to me if I didn't. Yeah. It was one of those things where I'm just like, if I don't do this now, there's a chance that I'm either not going to do it or I'm really going to have to force myself to later on. But no, I get that completely.
1: So, I don't know. I'll definitely have more thoughts
0: next week. Um,
1: I'm not out on the game at all. I just, I got to get out of this funk I'm in. And it's prob- it probably just is a Last of Us 2 hangover. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, I cannot remember what I played after Metal Gear Solid five. Like, that was the last game. Well, no, that's not true. Got a War Breath of Wild. But, like... God of War and Breath of the Wild left me on such a high, even after I'd beaten them. Last of Us didn't do that for me. You know, so I wonder if it's just like I built that game up so much and then it didn't. Well, you followed
0: Zelda with Horizon, right? Yeah. Which is my top I thought you were trying to say it was God of War. I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Okay. So, yeah.
1: But I will say, shout out to Ghost. It is the PS4's fastest-selling first-party new IP, selling 2.4 million copies in three days. It beat Horizon Zero Dawn. Wow. Now, part of that is it's three years later, so there's 60 million more PlayStations out there, whatever. But it is what it is. This game's super successful. I'm happy for Sucker Punch. Um, But it's so weird, like... When I was going through The Last of Us and I would see spoiler cast pop up, I'd be like, either I'm going to save this podcast for later. I'm going to on YouTube. I'm going to, you know, save it to watch later, whatever. This I've seen like oh, developer interview, spoiler cast. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know that. And and this the, the story so far doesn't seem like it's that big a deal. I'm like, okay, they got this guy, and you're gonna do this thing, and you're gonna meet this person, and you're gonna do this thing together, and then probably somebody's gonna die, and then you're gonna go and you're gonna get to the end, and then that's that. Yeah. But um Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope next week when I talk about this some more, I'm like, this is my game of the year. That's what I want it to be. And I feel like it probably could be, but I just I don't know. And also I haven't unlocked like fast travel yet or anything. The world is huge and what I've heard people say is that there's three different acts and it sounds like it's three different like map areas or islands that you'll end up going to. It's a very doable platinum though. Also from
0: what I hear, I've also heard that there's like PS five levels of like low time or lack thereof that there's like no load times in this game.
1: Yeah. They, so what they said was that sucker punch, the load times were too quick. They had to slow it down. Because when you die, which I've only died a few times, but when you die, obviously it's like, oh, here's how you do this and here's how you do that. It's the the normal tips and stuff, but the problem was, yeah, it's almost like they made the game too good, so I was going through it too quickly. But then I'm like, well, then why the hell are we talking about for Xbox and PlayStation 5 of no load times if we're already trying to like... Well, the load times are too fast, guys. Let's 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 slow this down so everybody can see the tips. Like, yeah, I wonder how they're gonna. I mean, it's a stupid thing to say, but it's not. Like, I wonder how they're gonna fight that battle in next gen and how they combat load times being too fast. I just, I don't, I don't know.
0: I mean, it should just be like hit X when you want to get back into it. Right. Here's your tips. You can hit left and right to read them as much as you want, but when you're ready, go ahead and hit X. And if you don't care, you can hit X and you're right back in.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I, I guess also that yeah but then also you think about like Miles Morales so you're gonna get in the subway and it'll be like fast travel we're there Ratchet and Clank you're like this world that world this world that world I guess that's what matters more when you're talking about the load times than just saying yeah you died take a breath we're ready whenever you are hit X yeah so I like Ghost but I don't know if I like Ghost so far Sean yes wanna get news of the week let's do it (laughs) all right well here we go xbox had their big games showcase this past week uh first off before the showcase started they announced that the id at xbox summer game fest demo event was lasting until july 27th and there are 70 plus game demos available today is the 27th so it is now too late but hopefully you guys enjoyed that (laughs) all right let's just get into it all So they did the smart thing, and they kicked off the showcase with Halo Infinite. So I got a whole bunch of notes here. I'm going to run through them now. 343 Studios views Infinite as a platform that will grow over time. Infinite is the last standalone Halo release for the foreseeable future. There will be new story content coming, but it will all be basically as DLC or add-on or something for Halo Infinite. They're not going to do a Halo Infinite 2 or a Halo 7 anytime soon. And also, there will be a free ray tracing update coming after launch. There were rumors that the game might not ship with multiplayer, but then one of the guys working on the game replied to Nibel and said, this is, it's just not true. So Nibel's like, okay, delete the tweet. Uh, It does take place after Halo 5, the campaign is bigger than Halo Four and Halo Five combined. The villain, that guy with the big teeth, is Escherum, E S C H A R U M. Escherum, yeah. Who is the leader of the Banished? Infinite will conclude the Forerunner saga and will set the foundation for the future. I don't know what that means. No idea. For the first time, Halo is going, going open world. Um, But the open world comes several hours into the campaign with the freedom to explore once you get to that point. You can tackle mission objectives in any order, and you can do that in two-player split screen. People were mad when that went away. Now it's back. You can also play online four-player co-op missions. So that's cool. There's a day and night cycle. Uh, You cannot pet the wildlife. We saw a lot of wildlife in the demo. There's birds. There's all kinds of stuff bobbing around and shooting and booping. And I'm like, I don't know. How do you know what you're supposed to shoot and what you're supposed to not be able to pet? (laughs) <laughs> was, the, was the one thing i thought of watching that demo i was like i don't, I don't know what's happening uh, a lot of people had issues with the way it looked once they put out screenshots because it does not look good uh xbox came out and said that the demo was running on a pc with specs similar to the sx series x sorry that's what i wrote down here aaron greenberg from microsoft said quote listen we're in the middle of a pandemic it's July. We're far from launch, launch this holiday. You're seeing a work-in-progress game. So I will say this. This is their, bl- their big flagship title for the Series X, which is also playable on last gen, because they're not going to force you into the next generation, right? We'll talk about that in a minute. In motion, this looked fun. I think the one thing I thought when I was watching this was I was like, this feels... Again, I'm not a Halo guy. I've played Halo Combat Evolved and that's it. But there was something about this demo that felt like Doom to me. Doom slash Doom Eternal, like the grappling hook. The grappling hook has <laughs> a part of it. And that was actually cool. You can like you can do the thing and you you get your items over here. You can grapple onto a guy and punch him in the face. Um I don't know. I've seen so many people that are as high as the moon and as low as the core of the earth when it comes to this game. Um, To me, it doesn't matter because I'm not going to get an Xbox Series X. There's literally no way. And if I really was hyped for this game, my kids have an Xbox One S. So if I really wanted to play it and it's going to be on Game Pass and they have Game Pass, I can just play it for free. Um. But I, taking my fandom out of this, again, when I watched it live, I thought, oh, this looks fun, but something felt off. And then when the screenshots started coming out, there were like official screenshots and I'm looking at it and I was like, this looks like a 360 game.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: There's there's something weird here. And obviously they know that because they came out and said, oh, it's just running on a PC. We're in a pandemic. It's fine. It'll all be fine either first off, my first thought, and I tweeted it, oh now, how I, now I see how this is going to run on the Xbox One <laughs> because it's not that impressive. Also is it really that or they've been hyping this game up for over two years I am not at all convinced that this is actually coming out this year. That looked kind of rough and you should be showing off the best that this game can do when you've been hyping it for two years and it's your flagship title and it's kicking off your Xbox Game Studios showcase, I I really...
0: Yeah, something doesn't add up. It's either not coming out this year or it is and that's more or less what it's going to look like. Like, I know we didn't get gameplay of, like, Horizon... Or, you know, whatever. But we, I mean, saw well, we, her, got,
1: we saw her riding around on the horse that was definitely in game, but yes. Well, no actual yeah. gameplay. But, like,
0: yeah. we saw a gameplay of. Freaking um, Ratchet looked 10 Ratchet. times better than this.
1: Miles Morales, way better than this.
0: Uh, yeah, and who knows when these are. Well, Spider Man, but who knows when right. Ratchet's coming out. Uh, I just find it hard to believe that that game is coming out in, what, three months or so. And it's not going to look like that it's either going to come out and it's going to look like that otherwise you wouldn't have shown it or it's not coming out in three months
1: but also when you say like a ray tracing patch is coming after launch i'm like
0: that means it's not ready Like that's what
1: i'm saying both xbox and sony have been talking about ray tracing as a big selling point for next gen your flagship launch title i know they're not forcing you into next gen i'll get into that here in a minute Ray tracing is not even going to be there at launch. Like, what are we... Uh, Xbox has, all, has been all about the power and the teraflops. And we've got the most powerful next-gen console ever. And no one's close to us. And then they sh- this is their flagship title. I'm like, this looks like a 360 game. Yeah, It doesn't look good. And I know you're probably listening to this right now and you're rolling your eyes. Oh, it's just Kevin being Kevin, but like, Kevin. Um, <laughs> it doesn't look... Good Now, and to be fair, Sean and I have said many times here, we don't want just pretty graphics from next gen, but a next gen game should at least look like it's a current gen game. And maybe it's fine when it's running and everything, but then even when I went back and watched, when, when I was watching it live, there were times where Master Chief's just like walking through grass and you can see him going in the grass, kind of bends as he's walking through it and then it just disappears. And he he stands still and he'll look up at something it's like you can see grass and then it just pop. it disappears right again super early in development maybe that won't be there I get it but like you've been talking about nothing but power for the Series X and they even said in interviews after that, like on the live stream they were talking about interviews how yeah it's going to be playable on everything but we really optimized this for the Series X I was
0: like D- did you yeah well so and obviously Halo is not a it was never meant to be a photorealistic game I get it and there's also a lot of people who will say I don't care how it looks I want it to be fun I also get that but it goes against literally everything you Xbox fans and Microsoft and whoever has been saying about the Xbox like this this is your big selling point yeah is the power And, like it or not, you don't, as of right now, maybe, I mean, maybe we'll all be surprised, you don't have the games. So, if you don't have the power and the graphics, what do you have? And I know it's very early and whatever, but, like, don't sit there and... If you were going to sit there and say, yeah, Xbox is going to be the most powerful thing we've ever seen, blah, blah, blah. This should have been mind Okay, fine, but say it with your whole chest like stick to it don't now all of a sudden pivot and say well we don't really care what it looks like as long as it plays fun no no that's not how this works it does not look good it may not be fully representative of the final product but don't kid yourself and say that this actually does look good and don't kid yourself and say, oh, you don't care about what it looks like as long as it's fun. Because you do. That's all you guys have been talking about since we've we heard flops, about this so. We're
1: so much more powerful than PS5. It's not even close. And then there's that. And then you can look at Horizon, Ratchet, Spider-Man. They all look infinitely better than this game. And Ratchet, again, infinitely. not... <laughs> I didn't even mean that. <laughs> Ratchet's clearly not going for, like, photorealistic graphics either. But you can tell that's just, like... Watching that demo was mind-blowing. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Even if you just take out the... Not even counting the the going from world to world to world to world instantly, but just watching the actual gameplay of it and the amount of stuff happening on screen and the enemies and all the, the particle effects and everything with the explosions and stuff. There's nothing... Halo just looks like Halo. Like,
0: it just... Yeah, I mean, it's... And I guess that's what you're going for. You don't want it to not look like Halo But to me, and granted, I don't have a dog in the fight, but it looked a little too Halo. A little too ref. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I just, when I went back and watched it, I'm like, "Eh." I'm not going to just say it looked like Halo 1 because it didn't. But like, but it did. It did, but it didn't. Like, it obviously looked better than that, but it just still looked like just better not as much better as i feel like it should but and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that i mean you don't need to reinvent the wheel but i don't know something just seemed off and we've both said you know many times you know it's fun for us to just sit here and just dump all over xbox but when it comes down to it we want it to be successful we want people to be excited for halo we want this to be everything that y'all were hoping for and i'm not getting that vibe (laughs) like i haven't seen anybody just like (gasps) mind blown oh my god halo Infinite! yes i can't wait like it's just even like the diehard people are like yeah i mean as long as it's fun i don't care like i haven't seen anybody losing their mind over it so I, i mean i certainly couldn't say for sure but it does not seem like it has delivered on the hype and that's no, not even out yet. Who knows what we'll actually get. Well, but, but I don't again, know.
1: I really I really don't know that this is coming out. Or if it does, I feel like they're going to have another Halo 5 or a Master Chief collection on their hands because we're three, four months out from this game coming out. They they showed the demo by saying press X to start demo. There was no talk about a demo. There's no talk about a beta for single player or multiplayer. There's There's nothing. I just, I feel like... Xbox, right now, when I look at them, what I think of is mixed messaging, and like we talked about, the, the power of the console, they've been saying it's the most powerful console ever made, and then this is what they show, and they showed some other stuff in cutscenes, and CG. Um, I just and then the, we're, we're going to get into this with the next thing on this list, all like, we're not going to force you into the next gen really because <laughs> I have a bone to pick with that and even Kotaku was like we need to talk about Xbox and their mixed messaging I was like freaking thank you even Kotaku's talking about this like yeah I don't know man I want Halo to be great I don't see any. even Brian McCaffrey was like yeah that didn't blow my socks off yeah so alright next up State of Decay 3 was announced there was a scary zombie deer, which I didn't want any part of. They showed a CG trailer. It was announced as coming to Series X and PC. We are not forcing you into the next gen. Next up, they showed a new Forza Motorsport game. It is apparently early in development. That does look beautiful. I will give them that. That looks beautiful. Um, But it probably looks beautiful because it's coming to Series X and PC. We're not forcing you into the next generation. Then Phil Spencer comes on and he says that every game you'll see today is coming to Game Pass. Uh, One thing he did, he did say Game Pass. But I saw some people on Twitter being like, yo, you said Game Pass and that's awesome. Clearly it's the the best deal in games. I can't say anything about that. It is. You didn't ever say day and date. You didn't say at launch. You you just said it's coming to Game Pass could just be something people are picking up on or it could just be more mixed messaging from them then they showed ever wild from rare uh which is coming to the series x and pc and it looks very pretty because it's coming to series x and pc we will not force you into the next generation tell me why was shown next from don't nod uh the studio that did life is strange it's chapter one is out august 27th and it just looks like another life is strange Uh, Next up, Ori, Will Will of the Wisps is coming to Series X. It will have 120 frames per second, 4K, and audio enhancements. That game is already breathtakingly beautiful. I really, again, I know I'm a Sony fanboy. I cannot wait to see what they end up doing with this game on the Series X. So I will give them props there. Outer Worlds, Peril on Gorgon. Was uh, the next? It was the DLC for The Outer Worlds was announced. It's coming out September 9th. That is, however, not an exclusive, even though it's from Obsidian. And Obsidian is now owned by Xbox. The DLC is going to come to other platforms. So that was good. I appreciate that. I don't have the game, but I appreciate that they're doing that. Damn. Yeah. Uh, they showed another trailer for Grounded, and this was the funny trailer where they were like, if you're looking for the most epic game this year, wait for Cyberpunk 2077. But if you want to play a dumb little game, Play Grounded out tomorrow as we're recording this. At least, I, th- I think it's early access, but Grounded is out tomorrow. It looks super fun. This is like the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids game where you're super little hmm. and you're fighting big ants and ladybugs and stuff. And then Obsidian showed off a new game called Vowed, which looks like Skyrim. Uh, it's like a first-person RPG with fantasy elements. He does like a thing here like uh, uh, Doctor Strange is like... Whoa. There's like, but it's like a purple instead of yellow thing that goes around his wrist. He draws a thing and then it's like, I got a Doctor Strange thing around my wrist. Looks cool. Uh, Looked really nice. That's coming to Series X and PC um, because we will not force you into the next generation. (laughs) Uh, But it is a first person RPG set in the Pillars of Eternity universe. Then they showed As Dusk Falls. This is another narrative based game that actually looks pretty cool. Um, coming out sometime but then it was like oh my god here comes Hellblade Sunua Saga was shown and they said that it's set in Iceland and it was built in Unreal Engine 5 and that's it <laughs> no gameplay uh, no day no nothing but they are doing a cool dev diary on YouTube uh, where you can see how they did all the location scouting and building the world for Sunua Saga I still need to go back and play that and well finish it not play it Psychonauts 2 popped up with a new trailer I don't get people's obsession with psychonauts when I'm watching this i'm like i just i don't get it. I think it's still coming to p s four I don't remember if it's coming to switch as well, um even though they're double finds now owned by owned by xbox.
0: I don't get it. It like, does nothing for me yeah i just i I don't
1: get it. <sighs> Destiny Two is coming to game pass in September and it will have all d l c they were really weird, and this is not in Microsoft. I think this is more on, on Bungie, but it, it, it seems like what they're saying is, so it'll come to Game Pass in September. Beyond Light was announced coming out for November 10th. I think what they're saying with this is that when this comes to Game Pass in September, you can get all the DLC up to that point on Game Pass for no extra cost. I feel like you're going to have to pay for Beyond Light in November, but uh, nobody really knows at this point. Stalker 2 was announced. I don't know what Stalker 1 is, but it's also coming to Series X and PC. We will not force you into the next generation.
0: I see what you're doing.
1: It's not iced tea. Warhammer, it's water. Warhammer 40,000 and one. (laughs) Dark Tide is coming in 2021 to Series X and PC. So that's next year, but we will not force you into the next generation of consoles. Tetris Effect Connected was announced. It's a multiplayer multiplayer version of Tetris Effect coming to Series X uh, this holiday. It will be a PS4 free update this summer. Cool. Tetris, I, I hate that that was a console exclusive. That's one of those that, like, it's Tetris. Like, yeah, everybody should be able to play Tetris Effect. Yeah. The Gunk was announced. The Medium was announced. Looks super creepy. It's like a survival horror game, I guess. I don't know. Uh people lost their mind for Fantasy Star Online 2 coming in 2021 um to Xbox it looks like it's coming to PlayStation and Switch also but it, th- it at this point it looks correct me if i'm wrong like that's only in Japan there's nothing confirmed for the west so who knows hmm. Crossfire X was shown i don't know it's, it, there's guns and stuff and Remedy's doing the single player campaign so that's cool And then they said, but we got one more thing, and that was Fable. The rumors are true. Playground Games is developing a new Fable game. Seems like it's a reboot, which is coming to Series X and PC, and they will not force you into the next gen (laughs) to play that game. That was it. Um, It was right about an hour. They said ahead of time, we're not going to talk about devices or release date or prices. But, well, I mean, they were they, they told the truth. They didn't. They're still. I'm so sick of Sony and Xbox both right now. Like, yeah. somebody's got to jump. It doesn't matter. Xbox is going to go first, and they're going to proactively undercut Sony and sell this thing for four hundred bucks, so that when Sony comes out at five hundred, everybody's like, oh, I'm it's five hundred. Jim, well, they got better game. I know it's Just you got to jump at some point. It it's really getting stupid and ridiculous. They're like two little spoiled brats right now. You, you go first. You, I don't no. to, you go first. It's ridiculous. People want to buy your stupid machines and they want to know how much they're gonna pay and when they're gonna get the stupid thing. So just stop. And I'm 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 not calling out Microsoft, I'm calling out both y'all. Um and no Lockhart, even though we all know that's coming, but whatever. What'd you think about the rest of the conference? the biggest thing I took away was the same thing I took away from the last Xbox showcase is lots of CG
0: and pretty much no gameplay. no
1: gameplay outside of Halo. I can't think of any gameplay other than like, tell me why. And, uh, what was it called? Um, Dawn till dusk. What was it called as dust falls? But those are like narrative based games where you just like, you're here and then you're here and then you're here. like, I don't get it. I mean, there was some Psychonauts gameplay, but we've seen that for like three years now and it got delayed a year again. Like, I, I just... I... Let's talk about this mixed messaging
0: because I just... Obviously, I've been alluding, alluding to it this entire time. This whole thing just seems to be... I'm not going to sit here and say it's a conspiracy theory whatever, but like... I don't understand what Xbox is doing Doing to even make an attempt to sell any of these consoles this year? A, there's not many games. B, there's even way fewer games that we've actually seen gameplay to lead us to believe that they're anywhere near being ready to be released. Mm -hmm. And C, if you believe it, Everything's available, right? They're they're just saying you don't. You don't. Why are they
1: making a new console? Yeah, the whole thing. Why the hell are you making a Series X if you're not going to force people into next gen? Even though I just listed six or seven games where they've they've made comments in the past. As of ten days ago, I think it was, where Phil Spencer was like, "We're not going to force people into next gen," but yet. Six or seven of these games are showing Series X and PC. So, I guess technically you could say, well, they're not lying because if you have a PC, you don't have to buy a Series X to play it. But, like, that's not the point of it. Also, last week we talked about how they discontinued the Xbox One X. Discontinued. I don't know what that word is. <laughs> discontinued the Xbox One X and the Xbox One Sad. Like, they, 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 I, I feel like they've had so much goodwill for so long. That now everybody is too afraid to like call them on it. But some people, shockingly Kotaku, they reached out to, um, to Microsoft about the discrepancies in what they're saying. And this was their quote uh, to Kotaku. Quote, our future Xbox Game Studios titles are being developed, de- de- <laughs> developed natively for Xbox Series X we will continue to invest in tools for devs to scale across consoles, which consoles each studio slash game can support will be based on what's best for their game and their community at launch. So basically you're not saying anything except that we didn't really mean we're not going to force you to next gen. If our devs want to make a series X game and not an Xbox one game, that's what they're going to do. And that's okay with us. So why the hell like this goes back to my thing about the whole smart delivery stuff. I said it last week or two weeks ago. I was like, are we ready to stop saying like that Microsoft is just like all about the consumers and all this? They're doing smart delivery. Sony doesn't have an answer, blah, blah, blah. Turns out literally every single third-party game on Xbox Series X that's going to get a free upgrade is also getting a free upgrade on the PS5. But Sony didn't have to come up with some marketing BS like smart delivery to say you get the best version, you can play it anywhere, whatever. Sony's doing the exact same thing. It's up to the devs. I said all along this was just something by Microsoft that was just corporate marketing BS to say to 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 people that don't know anything to just be like, "Wow, man, they really they really care about us." And Sony doesn't have smart delivery. By the way, the Xbox Series X game boxes are disgusting with this giant freaking green, black and white badge that's optimized for Series X and it takes up like a third of the box. I'm being facetious, but like <laughs> it's I I just, they have to be called out for this stuff. They, it it seems like, so they sucked last gen. They started off horribly. They started to turn the tide when they brought in Phil Spencer. I mean, they didn't turn the tide. They turned, they they turned the tide from being like focused on consumers, pushing game pass. First party games are going to come there. They did the adaptive controller. All this other things. And then they showed the console way before Sony did. Here's the Series X. It's a fridge. I know Sony is a surfboard or the Bat Signal or whatever, or the Eye of Sauron, whatever it is. But they showed it early and everything. We've got all these teraflops and we're so powerful and backwards compatibility. But now it's like, I feel like they can't live up to the promises they've been making. And it's, it's, just, it's, it's just out there for everybody. And if you're going to say I'm crazy, then you're just an Xbox fanboy.
0: Right? Am I crazy? I mean, Sony could learn a thing or two from Microsoft in terms of backwards compatibility and Game Pass. If Sony just actually makes some use of, uh, what do you call it, and lumps it in with PS Plus.
1: Yeah, they they will. I, I think they will. They have to at this point. They
0: Kind of, Yeah, I almost feel like they have Xbox to. has kind of forced their hand there, and it's going to look really bad if they don't. But I don't know. It, Microsoft definitely has a couple things going for it for Xbox, but I don't know. I feel like they've got a lot of work to do.
1: So to continue my thoughts on Spencer and his BS, this comes from the rest of the Kotaku article. Spencer wrote on July 16th, just a week before the showcase, quote, you won't be forced into the next generation, end quote. He continued, we want every Xbox player to play all the new games from Xbox Game Studios. That's why Xbox Game Studios titles we release in the next couple of years, like Halo Infinite, will be available and play great on Series X and Xbox." We won't force you to upgrade to a Series X at launch to play Xbox exclusives. If you read that, you can see that's complete BS. He is clearly, I mean, it's not BS. He's telling the truth. We won't uh, we won't force you at launch because Halo will be there to play Halo.
0: You know what I mean? Like, if you actually well, look I mean, at that quote say and read it. Like, for the first couple years and all these games are saying there's no 2021. Way these are
1: all, that, there, there's no way all these games are two or three years or three years away. If they're not going to force you in the next couple years to do it, bullcrap. Yeah. I'm just, I want everybody to succeed, but I don't want people to be lied to. And I, at this point, I feel like Phil Spencer and Microsoft are straight up lying to consumers.
0: I mean, they may as well be, I think it's more, they're just being very clever with how they're wording things, I guess. Um, but yeah, it seems, uh, suspicious at best.
1: Any other thoughts on the Xbox game showcase on,
0: I don't know. Uh, I just, I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't really care. I didn't watch it. Um, I went back and watched Halo and Fable after the fact, but I just, I don't care. There's literally nothing they could show me that would make me want to get an Xbox. So I'm like, I'm not going to invest any time in this. The snippets and screenshots I've seen of the games, they look similar to like. I mean, I'm not going to say everything PlayStation showed was no a home run, like. But the home despite runs the, were grade, and the, the hype about it, like bug snacks and I'm so sick. The, of bug little, snacks. the poop bomb toilet, whatever that game was, and the the weird like monster high school thing. Like, there's just the, a bunch of weird, yeah. There's just a bunch of weird games and that seems to be like a majority, I don't know, I I won't say a majority, but it just seemed very similar to PlayStation. And I'm not saying that, oh, they copied them, it's just, it is what it is. There's some games that look cool and some, a majority of them, I just, even if I did want an Xbox, these games wouldn't interest me. Right, And at least with Sony, yeah, there's still plenty of games that they showed that i don't care about but there's far more that interested me so i don't know
1: yeah. um also one other thing that came out this week uh phil spencer had alluded to in the past that they were interested in bringing xbox game pass to switch and playstation
0: there's no way that is
1: correct <laughs> um it was their quote-unquote long-term goal to bring the service to all platforms but this week he said the thing about other gaming console platforms is we're not able to bring a full xbox experience on those platforms in places where we have brought the full xbox experience like what we're doing now on mobile phones with xcloud coming to xbox game pass ultimate and what we've done with pc we know when somebody is playing one of our xbox games there's an expectation that they've got their xbox live community that they have their achievements Game Pass is an option. The first-party first, plier, per, first party library is completely there. The other competitive platforms really aren't interested in having a full Xbox experience on their hardware. But for us, we want to be where gamers want to be, and that's the path we're on. I don't even know. Why Why did you ever say in the past that you were looking into bringing Game Pass to non-Xbox pieces of hardware? I mean, I really... I, no I thought idea. maybe... Maybe Nintendo. There was no way in hell. Colin says to this day that there were plans in place in the past to bring the Halo Master Chief Collection to PlayStation. Nah, I doubt way. If There's they did, no I probably would have bought it just because, like, whoa, all five Halos, whatever. Even though like two of them are good, okay, whatever, I'll I'll do it. But like, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. This isn't like Sony putting Horizon Zero Dawn and. Kojima Productions putting Death Stranding on PC. This is completely different. Like, there's, there's, I can't imagine a world where this actually would make sense to put it on PlayStation. Again, I thought maybe Switch because a Cuphead made me think, ooh, maybe, but
0: no, No.
1: That's the Xbox news for the week. Next up, Sean, would you like to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two? Sure, it's in production according to Video Game Chronicle. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two has entered full production and the game's director wants to deliver it, quote, as soon as possible. <laughs> That's according to a new interview in the latest Japanese Famitsu magazine, which was transcribed by Ryokuda2089.com and translated by Twitter user Audrey. <laughs> Shout out to Audrey. In the interview, Tetsuya Nomura reportedly said that because of the work already put into the original Final Fantasy VII Remake, he believes the follow-up will be able to reach a higher level of quality. Okay. Because still my game of the year. Quote, we know that everyone wants the next installment quickly, he said. We would also like to deliver it as soon as possible. Since we were also able, that's a very popular word, to see the line of line of quality from the first installment... You can tell this is British. There's one L. Instalment. I don't like that. I don't like it either, Raymond. We hope to make the next installment even better in quality. That can make for an even better experience. He added, We would like to get it out as soon as possible, so please wait for it. <laughs> I think we can clearly convey the direction when we officially announce the next installment. In the same article... It's also stated that the character Roach, who appears briefly in Final Fantasy VII Remake, is likely to appear again in the game's second episode. I mean, I assumed that. I don't know why they would have just brought him there just for that. Director Nomura has previously suggested that Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two could focus on smaller sections of the original game in order to release them faster. The comments come from the Japanese Ultimania book quoted and translated by a Twitter user in which Nomura, I don't know if it's Audrey, is quoted as saying that, quote, if we divide the story into large parts, it'll take longer to make. <laughs> if we divide it into more detailed, smaller sections, then developing it will be faster. And we hope, can make a lot more money. I hope to, yeah, we're going to make seven parts of <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven. Hope to deliver the next one ASAP. <sighs> also in the Ultimania book, producer Yoshinori Katasi reported that reportedly said the Final Fantasy VII Remake team had a, quote, general idea of how the game's story would play out across each episode following a cliffhanger ending to the first game. Quote, we have a general idea of how the story will play out, but we haven't decided exactly how many parts, nor can we confirm anything, Katasi said. There's speculation that it will be three parts, but we're just doing things one step at a time. I feel like this... That's the end of the article. This me now. I feel like this is so scatterbrained and like it's saying nothing we want it to we want it to we
0: want to get it to as quick as we can which could be a year or 10 years and i don't think it's even in here
1: but he said like you're gonna have you you probably have to wait a while i thought this was the original article but that wasn't even in there but he said like we wanted to get you as soon as possible but you're it's in production but you're probably gonna be waiting a little while for it yeah no kidding like we know everyone wants the next installment quickly we would also like to deliver it as soon as possible Okay.
0: Yeah. And you want to make it even
1: better in quality than the first one? The the last game took you how many years to make? Like, seriously? And that's what, 5% of the game?
0: No, it's.
1: Or a fifth. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. A fifth Uh, of the original game, like 20% or something?
0: Give or take, yeah. It's all going to depend on. If they expand on the rest of the game like they did they can that, then forget about it's it. It's never coming out. If they keep the rest of the story not true to the story, but just to the amount of yeah. content, it's at le There's at least two more parts. And that's if they keep it true to what's already been done. I think they can't. If they go keep expanding it's gonna be three or four more parts. Like, I don't know.
1: They have to do two more parts. This can't be more than three games. As badly as I want to see what happens next, I'm going to be pissed off. If they're like, like I said, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part seven is coming out in 2037. Like, I don't know. I don't think we get this game. That, that Actually, that was one thing I thought was going to happen at the Xbox thing is that they were going to show Final Fantasy VII and say it's out March of 21, Part 1.
0: Because I assume... Available on Series X and PC.
1: Yes, and not on Xbox One. <laughs> Because I assume it's – I forget what the box art showed. It's downstairs. But it was something – and there was was a big hullabaloo before the game came out. It it didn't say like a timed exclusive, but it was something to say it's a a PlayStation 4 exclusive for now. So I assume that means one year. So I assumed we were going to see at this showcase – oh, and by the way, when they said one more thing, I was like, probably Fable. But what if it's Final Fantasy VII? But again, every so many people have already played it, but um I gotta think it comes to Xbox at some point, but I don't think we're getting this game till twenty-three. Twenty two if we're super lucky, and I don't need twenty two
0: would be pushing it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I I don't know. I'm excited for it, but I don't wanna be waiting forever for it to show up. Yeah. But we will. Last item on the news here, it's a quick week. Apparently, PlayStation 5 demo stations have been appearing in the UK. This comes from Push Square. Well, it looks like a demo station for the PlayStation 5 has been spotted in a UK shop. The shop in question appears to be a branch of Curry's PC World, and the image is from Ironcore Game on Twitter. The next-gen console isn't on display yet, but everything's clearly in place. If I forget to put this in here... And just go to at Iron Core Games. It's a it's white, it's a white couch with a white thing, some blue lights, and white tables, and a box for the PlayStation that probably is electrified. And I'm surprised it's not got barbed wire on it. The stall shares the same white, well, I could have just kept reading <laughs> the same white blue and black color scheme as the PS5, and there are two controller docks. In other words, shoppers may not have to wait long until they can get their hands on the dual I still hate that name. It should have been the Dual 5. I hate it. I'm fine with it. Whatever. It's a potentially exciting find because it suggests that Sony's plans are moving ahead at pace. The PS5 is still set to launch holiday 2020, and so we're getting to a point where the company will want to start promoting the system in public places. Of course, this also means that pre-orders could open open soon. Sony recently stated that it won't open pre-orders with no warning. So if this really is happening, you can expect some kind of announcement to take place first. Naturally, we'll be here to report on any breaking news. I kind of want... This is now what I want my aesthetic to be for this game room whenever it becomes my, like, man cave. is just that. <laughs> White and blue and blue LEDs. That would look nice. Um, what do you think, Sean? When, when the hell are they going to tell... They... So, the rumors are that Sony has another stay to play for early August. Like, I tweeted the other day, Nintendo has to poop or get off of the pot. They have to. Um... Because it's getting ridiculous at this point. Paper Mario is out. Xbox went. Sony's going to be going again in a few weeks. Nintendo has to go like in the next week, week and a half. They have to. Um, but I do think, as much as I was annoyed earlier at Xbox and Sony, if that event is taking place in August, another state of play where they're going to show more games and everything, they surprised everybody at the last one by showing the console and the other console and all the accessories They're
0: going to do a date and a price. I fully believe that. Their next event, they have to do at least one or the other, and I think it'll be both. But I think it's for sure one.
1: They have to. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla is coming out November 17th, which is a Tuesday. My prediction is still PlayStation 5. I've been saying it for two years now. PS5 is coming out November 20th, 2020,
0: because it's just so cool. But with Ask Creed coming out that Tuesday... Why is that any cooler than October 20th, 2020, or December 20th? Because it's not a Friday.
1: Stuff always comes out on Tuesdays or Fridays. Foot noises. (laughs) Foot (laughs) noises. Um, But no, I mean... uh, what I won't be surprised about is if Xbox is actually, so that would be November 13th, and then Sony, then the PS5 is the 17th now.
0: October 20th, 2020 is a Tuesday.
1: Oh my God. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's way too early. Well, then you really need to get your asses in gear, Sony or Xbox, whoever it is. Um, so yeah, it's coming soon. It needs to come sooner. <laughs> now it's time for the wrap up, Sean. The Last of Us Part Two is already the fourth best-selling PS4 exclusive in the United States. It's behind Spider-Man at one, God of War at two, and Horizon Zero Dawn at three. Also, Last of Us Part Two had a record-setting for Sony digital sales in June of 2.8 million. Wow! Y'all need to go buy these all digital these digital PS5s so I can get the 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 disc one.
0: Spider Man, where, where where do you think it ends up? What? Last of Us.
1: It won't sell as many as the first one.
0: No, but on that list, it's not going
1: to. I bet it ends up number
0: two. I was thinking two, maybe only three, but it's yeah.
1: it's not beating Spider Man. No, there's no. There, oh, I saw rumors going around today that that now there's rumors that it's saying Spider Man Miles Morales is also going to contain a remastered version of Spider Man. Mm, I don't know about that. That'd I mean, be cool. That we've man. already
0: got it. Can it, like, <laughs> smart delivery? give me a very nice version <laughs> on the PS5. I, I mean, it, I don't know. Maybe. They keep showing it. I mean, that's why that was one of my predictions. Like, they yeah. keep showing it on PS5 and how quick load time. Yeah, so I, I believe it. But maybe, then that makes maybe me it think it already exists. But that makes me think it'll be a $70 game, not $50. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would play through that game all over again on PS5.
1: Yeah, I probably should, too.
0: I mean, there's... There, I oh,
1: I should. I should play through that and then Horizon, because it's coming out first. Yeah. It's really good. Maybe I'll get the DLC. I never got the DLC. You thought it was just meh, right?
0: I thought it was fun. It yeah. was... It's. I mean, it's more of the same. Yeah. If you like the game, you'll like it. It's not I mean, a like whole lot game. new. I mean, there's some story elements, but it's more just...
1: It did have New Game Plus, right? Or no?
0: yes okay yeah cool
1: speaking of spider-man spider-man miles morales Spider-Man, <laughs> spider-man miles morales will have a 4k 60 frames per second performance mode on ps5 that's all they said but now people are like so what a lot of people are thinking is that means so like if you turn on performance mode you're not going to get the ray tracing and stuff because What some people are saying is that they think this means the game's going to ship and maybe they're going way overboard. But like all PS5 games are only going to be 30 frames per second, not 60. And to get 60, you need to turn on performance mode, which will turn off ray tracing and some other stuff. I don't know. I thought it was just a random freaking tweet to just be like, yay, performance mode, 4K, 60 frames per second. Because I was like, when I saw that, I was like, isn't that what it's just going to be? Yeah. You know? So uh, I don't know about that. Sonic 2, the movie, not the game, is officially... I was trying to to fart. (laughs) I burped. (laughs) Kind of caught me by surprise. (laughs) Sonic 2 is coming out April of 2022, (laughs) if we live to be that old. If we live that (laughs) long. The spiritual successor to Suikoden called Iudin Chronicle 100 Heroes was announced for PS5, Series X, Switch, and PC. People lost their freaking minds. It does look pretty cool. It kind of gave, gave me vibes of uh, Octopath. Yeah. Um, but then today when the Kickstarter actually went live, it said PlayStation 5, Series X, PC, and the next generation Nintendo console. Switch yeah. U? God, they, they, they're not that dumb. <laughs> Although oh, they've done it before. Uh, speaking of how much is Spider Man Morales going to be?
0: <laughs> Spider Man
1: Miles Morales going to be? Ubisoft announced that their next gen games out this fall will be sixty dollars, not seventy dollars like Two K has said the the Two K games will be. But all they're saying is this this holiday season they're going to be sixty bucks, which to me means
0: after that they're going they're going to be seventy. Yeah,
1: so just get ready for it. Also, there is the the next Ubisoft Forward event is coming in September. Do we finally see cuz I even forgot about this when I was watching the last one. They didn't show Gods and Monsters. Supposedly it's it's got a new it, it got a name change and everything. Um that game looked great the the one time I saw it. Um I'm super interested in it. if it's like Ubisoft doing Breath of the Wild with like Greek gods and monsters and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to be there. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Also, come on, Splinter Cell. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> So it's so freaking annoying. I'm never gonna get another. Just do it. I'm never gonna get another Bacardi Gola. I'm never gonna get another (laughs) real Metal Gear. Never gonna get another Bacardi Bacardi Gola. Gola. (laughs) Do it. Like I know I'm giving up the ghost on Metal Gear. It's not happening. There's all these rumors now that um, uh, I forget his name, so I'm not even gonna say it. But a a famous Japanese horror manga artist is reportedly
0: Ito. Ito, I think. It's
1: like Jun junko ito or something oh, i thought it started with a y um it's apparently working with kojima whatever's coming next so we'll see it's not silent hills just get off the tinfoil hats. <sighs> overcooked all you can eat was announced and is coming to playstation 5 and series x this year
0: junji g- junji ito ito yeah huh, you're right
1: uh, It's Overcooked 1, Overcooked 2, and all DLCs in one clever package that you can eat on PlayStation 5 and Series X later this year. GTA Online apparently is about to get its, quote, biggest ever update later this year with, quote, our latest take on heists in an entirely new location.
0: Ugh, I'm running out of time to do the stupid July uh, thing.
1: You got to, You really just go home, load it up, run around, and then you're good.
0: I know, but that what you just said is like a long process. Oh, it's not installed? <laughs> so install it when you get home.
1: When you wake up tomorrow, <laughs> just <laughs> go into Second Life there and just run around and then get your money. Yeah, But like an entirely new location. This was my hope when they said that, you know, GT Online is going to be on next gen too. Maybe they open, maybe you can take a plane to Liberty City or something. And that'll be like a preview or to Vice City. And that'll be a preview for what GTA 6 actually ends up being. Can you freaking imagine? I don't know why I do this to myself. somebody tapping on the window? What the hell is that?
0: <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't
1: know why I do this to myself. I get my hopes up for stupid stuff that's like probably impossible. But, oh, it's fireworks or a backfiring car or gunshots. Could be all three. <laughs>
0: Main Streets of Collierville. Greenwich, Connecticut. Are you are you excited? I don't know. I just want GTA Six. Like I'm just kind of done with GTA Five.
1: You got to just go install. I mean, I'll it and get, get the, the money.
0: money, but I'm up know.
1: over like 11 million now. But I can't buy you stuff. I need you to. I this has to be
0: a two way street. Yeah, I'll do it. All right, good. And the last, I side need is, to just do it on like July 31st, so I can just do that. Do it again the next day and get double the money. Double, double the fun. The fun. <laughs> <laughs> double income. It's a Friday night. I, I got nothing going on. I'll do it Friday and Saturday so I can get double the money. Double fun.
1: Remind me tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. to tell Sean to install GTA Online. One moment, please. The last item on the wrap up. Thank you. PlayStation Plus games for august were announced a little bit early than they typically do and before it's about right well no they, they always do it on a wednesday uh the the last wednesday of the month uh but the two games are and i'm just gonna go ahead and call it even though xbox hasn't announced yet we'll talk about that next week whatever it ends up being uh sony wins and this is not me being a fanboy because the games are i i feel like this game just came out a few months ago that's what i was thinking
0: i'm like i'm so glad please. i
1: didn't buy it cuz i'm definitely going to i'm going to download it. i'm going to play through it for sure call of duty call call of duty call of duty modern warfare the the game is actually called call of duty modern warfare 2 campaign remastered as well as Let's Play City, also known as Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout.
0: That's going to be fun.
1: It looks so stupid and so fun. And yes, I cannot wait. You're just like, you're the wacky, inflatable.
0: Wacky, wavy, inflatable, arm filling tube men.
1: Who run around and bounce into each other and like kick giant soccer balls sometimes and just like boo, And you run through traps and you like explode and ragged all over the place. It looks so stupid and so fun. I, I cannot wait. That is the, and that's where it's launching on PlayStation Plus. Those type of games, like, that's what they should be doing. Yes, like that's why Rocket League blew up. And I'm not saying they're at all the same. Rocket League's awesome, but like one of the reasons Rocket League was so successful was because it debuted on PlayStation Plus. People got hooked. People that didn't have PlayStation saw it, and they're like, "Whenever it comes to Steam, which is going away from Steam because Epic owns Psyonix now, but whatever, um, or Xbox or Switch." I cannot wait to play this game. Looks so much fun. Like it's you just when you get all these people playing a game like this. And obviously they get money from Sony to put it on PlayStation Plus as well. It's like you don't have to worry about how much will it sell if it's not on PlayStation Plus. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't wait. This game looks so stupid and so amazing at the same time. That's it for episode 193. Thank you all so much for being here. Shoshage. (laughs) Don't start. As you know, you can find us at nerd901.com where they are connecting nerds across the Mid-South and the multiverse also check out youtube.com slash blur without fear twitch.tv slash blur without fear also check out the nerd 901 podcast because they're updating that regularly now we hope to both be on there pretty soon you can find us on twitter i'm at kevin white 24 he's at real sean white together we're at two player underscore co-op Patreon, Twitch, YouTube, audio services around the multiverse, the Facebook thing that we don't ever update and they probably never will, so I don't know why I still <laughs> talk about it. But do all that stuff. Hey, seriously, thank you so much for getting us to 1,000 subs. Um, it's partly us, but it's mostly you. Thank you so much. Uh, here's to the next 1,000. But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out.
0: Thank you for playing.